magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I am Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Welcome, everyone. (laughs) My face on Zoom here is, I feel like, extra white because it's snowing here. And um, there's just a lot of brightness coming at me. It's actually very beautiful. My face. Just kidding. I agree. talking about the snow. (laughs) (laughs) My face is actually very beautiful. (laughs) I just said it like that. Anywho, how's it going? Wow. Whoosh. Good. Yeah. Crazy week. I mean, I was just realizing this is the time when we, you know, reflect upon the past week and I feel like <laughs> this past week seems like it's been so long, oh, doesn't it? Yes. Like, yes. It doesn't seem like it's been seven days. It no. seems like it's been far more than seven. <laughs> and the week before that felt like 52 Sundays. Like, yeah. it really felt like Sunday every day forever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, it's the pandemic energy. I really think it's like this. Well, yeah, and just all the stuff that happened last week, this last week. That was really, and it happened on the night of our webinar. Oh, (laughs) right. Or the day of our webinar. Which I do think, I'm grateful that we got to do it because I do think that um, it certainly helped me and I feel like it it, like set a nice tone because we... Mm -hmm. You know, we're focused on light and all of that. But, it, yeah, it was, it was rough. Wow. Yeah. What a week. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just I do want to just call out again, like, in case just I feel the, the – I don't even know what to say about just, like, the blatant racism that those people were not um, – those terrorists were not shot at or even they were let in the double standard is just so 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 obvious it's just crazy those pictures of like how they had basically like they had the armed guard out when there was a blm peaceful protest and who got the and some of them got tear gassed during that peaceful protest and then yeah and these guys literally climbing the walls that was really upsetting yeah but uh, I'm trying to remember what our cards were last week. I feel oh, I yeah, I can tell you. So, okay. um, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, this is when we talk about the cards we drew last week for this last week, so that we can see how they apply. Because you'll see at the end of the podcast, we draw cards yeah. for the week ahead. So last week, you drew a card called Two of Keys. I also wrote the note under it, treasure and loss uh, or disappointment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I remember. remember. Yeah. It okay. was about finding treasure. Actually, it really applies. Finding treasure in the disappointment. Oh, in the challenge or, mm-hmm. yeah. What, what, like oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Finding the light. And I think it was similar to yours in terms of finding the light or maybe it was the energy Well, report. mine was come back to center, which uh, was like they had an image of a woman in a... Um, mandala like a womb like mandala Mm -hmm. so yeah definitely i think we were asked to come back to center this week uh for sure yeah and i you know i realized that um this is the start of 
certainly an intense one year cycle for me, <clears throat> for me personally, where Aquarius, I'm an Aquarius sun and my Aquarius sun's in the 12th house, which is all about like the subconscious and what's underneath and like mm-hmm. it can be endings too. And, but it can also be like, you know, just really navigating that stuff that's underneath to clear out. Yeah. And just realized like I was pretty deep in the shadows this week for me I I haven't gotten lost in there in a while and I I don't want to say I was lost in it and this is where I feel like the light that card really applies for me but there were it was more of like a uh, like I would go back and forth between like really feeling my light and then and then feeling overwhelmed by like feelings of unworthiness and like why do I even bother to do things? I'm going to oh, fail. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, you had that this week? Yeah, I really did. It was oh. really like failure. But what I really realized was, I feel like I keep saying that really real. Anyway, um, was it's funny because Brett was kind of embodying my mother and on purpose. <laughs> oh. he, was like, <laughs> he was like, yeah, she would be like, why are you even doing that? And his energy when he did that, I was like, oh, my God. It really brought it all back about how she really got into me that I, I was always going to fail, like, in terms of career. Oh, um, yeah. And so it really came up for me to be like, oh, wait a minute. No. Once I, I started to look at it this week, like, it was just a kind of a test which I don't normally like to look at the universe as testing us but it was Mm -hmm. empowering me so I was going with it well like I like uh, you were kind of going through a portal kind of yeah yeah Yeah, exactly like I was expanding and you know I've been putting myself out there more and expanding and so this stuff was coming up to clear out but if I this week, it was helping me to look at it like, oh, this is a test. If I look at it like that, then it can be more fun. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, this is just a test. So when I get through this test, you know, if I can claim my worth and, you know, um, release that story that I'm – that that's just what's meant for me. Yeah. Um, that I have a limited capacity to succeed, really. That's yeah. what the story was, is um, – that came from her um the the more I can just be like oh it's a test okay cool then I can claim it if I'm like uh it's coming up to be you know uh, sometimes when I look at it that way it's just like it feels too overwhelming but if I'm like oh it's just part of a test and when I get through this I'm gonna feel more expansive which is the truth then I felt more empowered and I did just connect it today to Aquarius being really lit up this whole year for everybody. And for me, it's in this 12th house of the oh. shadow. So so I'm just going to look at it as fun tests yeah, <laughs> to expand more. Yeah. yeah. And what yeah. about you? Um, you know, I feel like I just sort of – sometimes when things are overwhelming – I have like it's easier for me to get clear and come back to center. Mm. Like I, not always, but sometimes. And I feel like that is kind of how it was this week. Ah. That even before everything went crazy at the Capitol, mm. I still had this feeling of like, like I wanted to meditate more than once a day. Mm. Like oh, now I'm going to do another meditation. <laughs> like you know, so, <laughs> yeah. I've like been, sometimes. Yeah. 
I just feel that and and it feels like sometimes when I do daily work like spiritual work it's like okay I got to do the spiritual work you know here it is all (laughs) right I'm done you know and I'm glad I did it but it's not like I feel but this last week it was like oh good I'm just really connecting with spirit and I feel like the power of that and the power of infinity and the beauty of nature like I just really had that this week wow that's nice that's coming back to center for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny you say that about the daily work because I was thinking about that this morning, how I'm so grateful to have so many tools that I've accumulated over 30 years um, or even more than that um, because it's like, okay, if this isn't working, I know I can do this, you know, and that really is a process of doing daily work and then shifting like, okay, I want to do a different thing right now. Like I'm in a process of doing the Merkaba a lot, but before it was, um, you know, the Sedona method, which we're going to talk to Hale today. I'm so excited. Um, And I still practice that, you know, at other times. But anyways, having that daily practice is really great. Yeah, you're right. You know, I did use a tool, a new tool that I've learned from uh, Burnout. Have you read Burnout yet? By Emily Ann <laughs> Still Emily on my desk. Oh. <laughs> Still haven't read um, it. <laughs> well, I think I may have mentioned how they talk about completing the stress cycle, that if you feel stressed, then if you like do something like dance or exercise or run, like it, it's this natural way for you to shift out of just like holding on to that stress. And I did that because I was feeling, I had some just annoying stress with it's it's a boring story but it's about uh my website yeah Yeah. (laughs) and I felt real stressed out about it Mm. and um but then it was over but I still could feel the stress so I put on a song and dance to it and and Ted looked at me so weird because I just I didn't know I wasn't in the mood to dance (laughs) but I knew that it would feel good and so no song sounded good to me so I just put on Amazon like a dance station and I went through until there was a song that I just kept skipping until there was a song that didn't seem terrible to dance to and it was Africa by Toto. (laughs) Didn't we talk about Toto the other day? Yeah we talked about Toto the other day. But I just, so then I just was like seriously dancing to Africa by Toto and Ted was just like turned around to just stared at me. I was like, just don't, just don't look at me. Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah, the adrenaline release is a real thing. Yeah, and it did, it did really help me feel, yeah. <laughs> feel better afterwards. That is so funny. I did that this morning. I was like, you know what? I, I did actually two meditations this morning. <laughs> I've been doing really doubling down on the meditations yeah, the good. last month even. Um, but so I did two this morning and then I was like, I need to move my body. So I did like 10 minutes of a HIIT workout just to like get, and it, you know, my body move And it did, it really helped like get the yeah. adrenaline out. I think that's good, you know. I always, I just want to say to listeners, like, if that feels overwhelming to have, like, a daily practice, <clears throat> you can just even doing little, like, if you can find 10 minutes or even five minutes to do jumping jacks or something, you know, to move your body or five minutes to put your hand on your heart and just notice your breath and feel your body, be aware of it. You know, these little things do add up. It doesn't have to be like an hour daily practice. Yeah, like a little yoga, just a pose or two, or like a quick little walk around the block or something. Yeah. You can just little 
little chunks like a mindful walk or something Mm -hmm. i've noticed lately this is a real side note but we posted a picture of us in zoom like teaching our class and my hands looked huge and now like i'm super aware of how huge my hands look on well it's because it's closer to the camera than your face (laughs) i really feel like have you seen that episode of seinfeld the man hands episode oh yes yes i, do I really they really one. look like man They're hands only because they're so close to that mine won't because i have miniature hands but do you you have mini- very small oh. very small little hands hmm, they don't look that little here really <laughs> oh please let me take a picture of you doing that <laughs> i must i must okay go ahead but <laughs> about but um when we do his bio but and i'm sure i we haven't interviewed him yet in our real time and he's truly the sedona method is one of like the books that changed my life which yeah i'm sure i'm gonna tell him that um so i don't remember what i was gonna say i guess i was just gonna (laughs) say we're gonna get to that (laughs) very soon it's a it's a big deal big day yeah really big day day. we're so excited i'm certainly so excited for people to be more aware in hear it from the horse's mouth so to speak because i talk about it but i'm maybe not so eloquent about it all right what shall we discuss now okay so now we're going to talk we're going to talk about goddess provisions which is a really beautiful subscription service we have a pretty good idea we can say with a fairly with a, lo- a fairly lot of confidence that you will like goddess provisions if you like our podcast and it is a subscription service that has um they send you fun metaphysical tools like candles and uh supplements and little books and like fun jewelry. things like super cool brass um lighter covers I'm looking at mine now. It's so cool. It has like a moon and yeah. What do you call this? A moon carved out into it and a rainbow on the other side. Yeah. Stickers, like little sachets. Yeah. (laughs) Dream pillows. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a, a, there's a lot of great stuff in it. It's pretty fun. Yeah. And um, it's cruelty free and vegan and um, it's five to six full size. products and even uh, more they, i mean sometimes there's like sometimes more yeah yeah and they plant a tree for every box they sell mm-hmm. so if you go to magicmondaypodcast.com or if you go to our instagram and click on our link you can find a link on our website or in our instagram to goddess provisions yes i just was inspired to um use the incense holder as we were talking because i love it the sagittarius wooden incense holder that has the Sagittarius constellation carved out into it oh nice I didn't get that one it's so beautiful um okay and oh yeah and we would love it if you would review us and rate us on on um, apple podcasts or anywhere that you listen to us it really helps our podcast and we really really appreciate it yeah, and I wanted to read a review today from Lisa B. 1984 on Apple Podcasts. I wonder she, what year she was born. 
<laughs> she the title is very relatable and she writes Natasha and Tess bring such a relatable and humble presence to their podcast each week I love listening to it because it's very comforting and informative it feels like getting together with close friends each week thank you for this offering it means a lot to my life mm, so nice thank you so much Lisa so nice um and also, if you would like to ask us a question on our voicemail, you can call 828-333-7181. That's 828-333-7181. Tess likes it when I... Do you like it when I say it like that or twice? Both. Oh, both. Okay. <laughs> They're both really important. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we love getting voicemails. So please call us if you have a question, or you can also email us a question at magicmondaypodcast.com. There's a little banner at the top. It says, ask a question. It sure does. It's pretty clear. All right. So are we ready for the interview? Yes. Time for the interview. So exciting. Hey, we are here with Hale Dwoskin. I'm so excited. We're both so excited. So excited. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna... Excitement and stereo. <laughs> excited. Okay. Um, I'm just going to read your bio real quick before we sure. talk to you. So Hale has dedicated more than four decades to teaching and sharing the Sedona method, which helps people alleviate their suffering and discover the truth of who they are. Hale is the author of the New York Times bestseller, The Sedona Method, and the co-author of Happiness is Free and It's Easier Than You Think with Lester Levinson. He's one of the featured teachers in the book and movie um, and movie phenomenon. Phenomenon. That's a that's a long, that's a long word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the secret. <laughs> As well as featured teacher in The Greatest Secret. He's also featured in the movie, in the movie Letting Go. Hale is the director of training, chief teacher, and spokesperson of Sedona Training Associates, an organization created to promote the emotional releasing techniques inspired by his friend, mentor, and teacher, Lester Levins. Oh, thank you for being here, Hale. Thank you so much. Welcome to the oh, podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. So um, listeners of the podcast know that I, the Sedona Method is a life-changing book for me. I remember where I was when I started reading it and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> this is it's just it was such a relief it really is about relief releasing suffering um and so I'm so excited you're here so if you could it, tell our listeners um I was saying before you will say it more eloquently than I do what is the Sonona method and what does it do and what's the origin of it Oh, sure, sure. Well, the Sedona method is a simple yet very powerful tool, technique, uh, or a way for you to access a natural ability that we all have, yet seldom, if ever, use, and most of us aren't masters of it. It kind of happens spontaneously or by accident, and that's the, our ability to let go of our stress, our tension, our anxiety, our self-doubt, and all the fears and frustrations that interfere with life, as well as our thoughts and feelings and beliefs and ideas that keep us small. Mm. And 
And it's also a way of recognizing your true nature, the, that awareness that is aware even of this conversation, yet is unaffected by it. It's that effect. Everyone is aware of this, except we don't pay attention to it. There is this affectionate awareness that's part of every experience. Mm. And it's so um, natural and so much present all the time that we've tuned it out. We don't recognize it. But when you rediscover that directly for yourself, it changes your whole experience of living. And so the Sedona method is a tool both for ending suffering and having, being, and doing whatever you choose in life, but it's also a tool for discovering the truth of who you are. And uh, it was uh, discovered and then uh, formalized uh, by um, my mentor, Lester Webinson, who was sent home to die in 1952 from a second coronary. But rather than give up, he decided to go back to the web within himself. And he discovered this, the beginnings of this tool that we now call the Sedona method. And he used it intensively on himself mm. for three months. And he went from a physical and emotional basket case, literally. I mean, he had, he had, a, <laughs> uh, he had a, uh, a list of uh, emotional and physical issues that were were staggering, mm. migraines, uh, depression, uh, you name it, mm. uh, and a lot of other physical problems. But after just three months of this process of letting go, he entered a state of profound peacefulness that he lived in another 42 years wow. after the doctor's wow. his death sentence. <laughs> And I met Lester in 1976. Uh, and uh, the whole experience of meeting him and then learning the course was so transformative that uh, I got this in deep intuitive hit that this is what I was gonna dedicate my life to. Mm. And that's been 44 years I've been doing this. And, wow. uh, and the Sedona method is helped hundreds of thousands of people all over the world and continues to, to this day. So Les, I actually didn't know about this part of it. So Lester just, was he meditating or something or how did No, he... no, but that's the interesting part. Lester was an ardent materialist. Hmm. He, uh, he was a, he was a physicist and an engineer and he didn't believe in anything unless he could prove it out physically for hmm. himself. And he didn't do meditation. He had done uh, therapy, although it didn't go that well. He actually, <laughs> he went to uh, an associate of Sigmund Freud. And oh. after, uh, I don't, years of therapy, the, 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 the doctor said to him, Lester, some people just can't be helped. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so he, he was the opposite, exact opposite of a meditator. He was wow. a materialist, a scientist, but his scientific background, when the doctors told him that he need, should prepare for death, get his life uh, his estate his affairs in order mm -hmm. said you know i need to see if there's a a, a way out mm. and 
uh, at, at first he went back to, he had studied medicine, so he went back to that, that didn't seem to help. He went back to psychology, that wasn't it. He went back to all his science background, that wasn't it. And then he had about, after a few, a few days of doing, he said, Lester, for a smart boy, you are stupid, stupid, stupid. If the answers were in books, you would have already mm. known the answer. So then he decided to go back to the lab within himself. And in that process, he discovered that we all have this ability to let go. But again, because of how uh, uh, focused he was and how determined he was, instead of just using it to feel a little better and, and go out in peace, he used it to totally transform every part of, of, of himself and discover what was beyond Lester, which mm. is the same thing that's beyond uh, Natasha and Tess and Hale and everyone else mm -hmm. and everyone listening. And on discovering that, there, there's the peace that he uncovered within himself never left. Mm, I love that. I love that. I, I feel like there's such power in that in being at that point where the doctors say, you know, death is imminent. Like I feel like that. Do you feel like that helped him to, oh, yeah. like, to mean, be able to let go? You know, it's like the ultimate, like, I'm going to have to let go here, you know? Oh, I definitely agree. And, and honestly, we all do that in our own way. I mean, we're even doing that right now as a world. We've knocked down a lot of our props and it's forcing many of us to re-examine how we've been living our lives. Yeah. So many people are making more positive decisions, but you can also go use this time period that we're all in to go even deeper and end all suffering. And in doing that, it, life is beautiful. Life is, it's, it's a very different experience of living. And so, but we all do that in little ways in our lives. We, things fall apart. And sometimes that's the only time we really are willing to change. And the mm. beauty of the Sedona yeah. method is it shows you how to change before the world forces you to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this, which is not usually a lot of fun. <laughs> no. Um, I feel like now would be a great time if you could lead us in a release, which is how, what do you, how would you describe a release? Well, no, a release. It's, it, yeah. it's just a, it's the it's Sedona a, method. It's the method, right? So then you, right. you guys well, will know what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. So I'd be happy to do that. Um, I'll teach uh, uh, a basic uh, Sedona method tool that we start with usually when we're first introducing people to the Sedona method. And then if we have time, maybe we can do something a little more advanced. But the, the basic is only basic because that's where we start. Mm -hmm. But I've had people get rid of fears and phobias and quadruple their income and do all sorts of amazing things just from this simple technique that I'm about to share. Uh, but before I do that, do you yeah. have a pen or a pencil or something you could pick up? And again, those of you listening at home, if you're in a car, don't do this. <laughs> okay. But pick up some object. <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> <laughs> pick up some object. And for the sake of this analogy, this object represents your, uh, your fears, your frustrations, your anger, your depression, uh, 
any thought, feeling, belief, or idea that's holding you back or causing any kind of suffering. And your hand represents your gut or your awareness. Now grip this item really tightly with your hand. Now, if we did this long enough, it would start to feel really familiar and, mm. and really uncomfortable, but that's <laughs> enough gripping. <laughs> now roll the object around in your hand. Is this object attached to your hand? Obviously no. not. But if you think about how our relationship to our emotions, we don't usually say, I, I, I feel sad, we say I'm sad. Mm -hmm. We don't say I feel angry, we say I'm angry. We don't say, I, I feel depressed. We usually say, I'm depressed. And it's also true when we fail at something, we don't say, I feel like a failure now. We say, I failed. We mm -hmm. identify with our drama and our trauma and our limitations. But every limitation is attached to you as this object is attached to your hand. So now roll the object around in your hand, just move it around to just to re reassert that it's not attached. Mm -hmm. Now turn your hand upside down, holding the object. And then could you just let it go of the object? Just drop it. <laughs> well, that's how easy it can be to let go of any uncomfortable or unwanted emotion or belief in this moment. And it's important for you to, to at least be open to this as a possibility as we go through this process together. So let me first describe the process and then I'll take us through it two, three times and then we can discuss it from there. Okay. So the questions that we use are purposely simple because this natural ability is something that once you get re-in touch with it, you won't even need to use a technique to do it. You'll find yourself just naturally doing it. And again, you're already doing it by accident from time to time. One of the times that you do let go is when you have a really good belly laugh. That's why we like to laugh. And that's also one of the things we try to do that cheers someone up is get them laughing. Laughter is just one of the natural ways letting go is built into our system. And young children do this naturally. And unfortunately, we train them out of it. And then they're considered an adult. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, the first question we use is we just start out, we focus on an issue we want to release on or feel freer about. And then the first thing we do is we, we allow ourselves, we ask, could you just simply welcome however you feel about it? The next question we'll use, and that means just be present with it, allow it, notice it. Be, um, just, it's just a matter of allowing it to be just for a moment. The next question is, could you let it go? And could you just means, are you able to? And if you were able to drop that object, then I know you can. And also I know you can because hundreds of thousands of people all over the world do this every day. And they find it really, really supportive. The next question is, uh, would you let it go? And would you just means, are you willing to? And it, when you're doing this on your own, which I hope you will, if you're struggling, you can ask yourself, would I rather hold on to this pain or this suffering or this problem? 
or would I rather be free and have my goal? Usually the answer is obvious. And then the last question is when, and when is just an invitation to decide to do it now. And the only, uh, just let this be as easy and natural for you as possible. The only thing I would recommend is that you do your best to follow your heart as opposed to your head. You don't have to not think, mm -hmm. but lead with your heart as best you can. If the head is helping way more than it needs to, don't worry about it. And also avoid debate. Just inwardly answer the questions, yes or no, and no is an acceptable answer. In fact, many mm -hmm. people, when they're doing this process, find that when they're, they get an honest no, they still let go. Okay, mm -hmm. so now let's do it together. Now, you can do this with eyes open or eyes closed. Usually, when you're first learning this, it's easier to get in touch with it with your eyes closed, but you'll find once you start doing this in your life, you won't need to. And that's part of the beauty of it because you can do it in the middle of any anything that's causing stress. You can let it go right then. So that's helpful. Yeah. I often will listen to you. Um, Hale has free monthly releases that you can just um, listen to him lead people in releases. And I will go for a run and listen to it and release as I'm running. That's and I do it in the bathtub. I don't listen, but I do the, do the questions in the bathtub. Often. <laughs> <laughs> the bathtub is a great place to do it because you're relaxed anyway. Yeah. And you know, you're sitting there why get, people when they have free time or even when they're doing things they love, they tend to, the mind tends to go to things they worry about, but bringing the mind to, to letting go will make the bath even more relaxing and, yep. and, the, and, and the cleansing benefits and cleansing. Yes. And yeah. the benefits will last longer. <laughs> yeah. Right, and good. also when you're moving to running or walking, your mind is like, it's a good, like to combine those two, yes. things. but you can yes. do it anywhere. Okay. Yeah. Good. So uh, those of you listening to this at home, think of some issue and of course, you two should do this too. You can, we'll all do it together. Yeah. Think of some situation in your life that you'd like to change or improve. Maybe you want to make more money. Maybe you want to have better relationships or have a relationship. Maybe uh, there are physical challenges you want to deal with. Or maybe you just like to feel more comfortable in your own skin or happier. Whatever it is, just focus on it. And then inwardly check to see how you feel as you focus on it. And then whatever you feel in this moment, could you just welcome it? Allow it. Be present with it. And then as best you can, just for now, could you let it go? Just could you? Would you? When? Okay. Now let's, let's run through that one or two more times. So allow yourself to focus on that same thing or anything else in your life that you'd like to change or improve. 
and notice how you feel when you think about it. And then could you allow yourself to welcome the feeling, allow the feeling, be present with it. Often that begins the process of it dissolving. Welcoming is a very powerful way of letting go. And then as best you can, just for now, could you let it go? Just could you? Would you? When? And let's do, let's do one more for good measure. Just so you, everyone can take this deeper and get more of a sense of it. So again, allow yourself to focus on that same thing or anything else you'd like to change or improve. And then just notice how you feel when you think about it. Now, if you're focusing on the same thing, you're, you're probably noticing some relaxation some clarity, some openness. But again, if you haven't noticed it yet, don't worry. With practice, this gets very, very natural. And then in this moment, could you just be present with or allow or welcome whatever you're feeling? And then as best you can, just for now, could you let it go? Just could you? Would you? When? Okay, good. <clears throat> So if you were doing this on your own, you could say, could I let it go? Would I and when? Or could I welcome it or allow it? And uh, I would highly recommend that you practice this. The more you practice it, the more it will become natural to you and be available to you when you need it. And remember, it's incredibly simple and that's part of the reason it is powerful. And this is just the very beginning steps of the Sedona Method. Do you still use the questions underneath it? Because I find those really helpful. The, um, oh, of course. Approval of course. controls. Yes. Yeah, so the other thing that Lester discovered and that we've, that's been part of our teaching since the 70s when this was formalized into a do-it-yourself tool is that all our emotions culminate in these deep underlying motivators or wants or desires. And everyone listening, when I mention them, will recognize them because there's so much a part of our life. On the surface is this feeling of wanting things to be different than the way they are, wanting to fix it, wanting to change it, wanting to control it, resisting what is. And that really obstructs us. And when you can let that go, things transform rapidly. 
then another underlying motivator that we all experience is the want, wanting approval, wanting love, wanting acknowledgement, wanting caring, wanting attention. And that's totally natural and there's nothing wrong with having attention or approval. But when we're wanting it, we often say or do things to sabotage ourselves. And we also can't really appreciate it or feel it because of the wanting. So that's another thing we focus on letting go of. And then, especially in the way the world is right now, most of us have some insecurity, something that feels threatening. And that's a wanting to be safe or a wanting mm -hmm. survival. And again, I, I'm all for surviving. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're wanting to survive, it only uh, magnifies that feeling of inner insecurity, mm -hmm. your fear of life and your fear, fear of death. And, and it makes life much less fun. But when mm -hmm. you let go of wanting security, you feel safer. Mm -hmm. feel just more confident mm -hmm. that you can deal with whatever life brings your way. Yeah. When you're trying to grip onto that feeling of security, it's actually amplifying that in insecurity. Insecurity. Yes. And, yes, and it yes. closes you off instead of being receptive. And Oh yes, and totally. And so uh, these uh, underlying, and there's also a wanting to be separate and a wanting to be one, which we've all experienced too, because we feel lonely. We want to feel connected to the whole, the, the, our human family, our friends, our relatives, even more than we want them to love us. Mm. And we also, though, are pushing it away at the same time. One of the ways we do that is to assert how special and different we are than everybody else. Mm. Yeah. And both of those energies too disturb the, that inner flow of feeling one with all. Yeah. Naturally, we are actually part of the whole. Mm -hmm. And we cut off from that to the degree that we're wanting it or to the degree that we're pushing it away, which is really just heads and tails of the same thing. Mm -hmm. So what you find that if you can get in touch with those things, which, or if you just start paying attention to them, you'll notice that you can let that go as well. And that produces very profound results. And experiment with it. You'll find it out for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been, it's, it's really helpful to get in touch with those underlying feelings of oh yes those underlying love feelings. or and because we find that when we want things we're actually we really are often preventing them from happening because we're gripping onto that want and by it's opening like, it's like cats how cats always like people who don't like cats <laughs> 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 they always they feel drawn when people are aren't trying to get liked by cats what yes, yes. <laughs> but, but have you ever just said to yourself uh I'm never going to do that again. Mm -hmm. And you just run it and you, you forget immediately when you're doing it again. Mm -hmm. There, the, our want, the more we want something, the more we feel like we don't have it. Otherwise we wouldn't want it. Mm -hmm. They kind of go together. It doesn't, we think that if we want it more, and this is also a, a misconception that's also often taught in self-help that the problem is you didn't want it enough. Mm -hmm. No, the problem is you, you wanted it too much. Mm 
Well, yeah, and a want means lack. Exactly. Like it's something mm. I don't have. I want this because mm -hmm. I don't have it. Whereas exactly. that energetically you're shifting into when you stop being like having it be separate from you, something that's not in your field. It's like you can bring that vibration in. Yes. And it ultimately, since there is only one and you are that, whatever goal you're trying to get from outside of yourself is already available within yourself because you already already are the all. Yeah. And yeah. so why, why run around wanting abundance when you are the source of abundance? Yeah. Why run around wanting love when love actually arises from within you? Mm -hmm. Someone could be approving of you all, all they, all you for exactly the way you want them to. But unless you feel the love you have for them back, it's meaningless. Mm -hmm. And that love, that feeling of love comes from inside of you. It doesn't come from outside. Yeah. And we end up covering it up with, uh, with so many things, but by releasing them, we can get in touch with it. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. The thing also that I love about the Sedona method is it's not a like, just like good vibes only. You have to just feel yeah. this love. It's feel the feelings there. Definitely be in touch allow. with those feelings, yeah. allow them. And that's actually the path to feeling more of who you are. Yeah, absolutely. Denial never works. Yeah, Painting no. a happy face on a pile of crap doesn't turn it into anything else <laughs> yep, just a smiling pile of crap <laughs> it's a smiling pile. yeah it's like a poop emoji with a smile on it <laughs> um, well before we go i want to make sure you tell us about your new book uh, happiness oh, sure. is free sure so um uh lester before we formalized it into a do-it-yourself system taught in uh, a way of speaking to small groups and one-to-one. Uh, -one. And a lot of those were recorded and transcribed and they ended up being at-home lessons. There were 35 of them. And uh, I, uh, and I uh, published it as a five book set in the early, uh, in 2001. But because Rhonda Byrne, the, the author of The Secret, uh, just released her new book, The Greatest Secret, and Lester was is, was uh, from this the uh, these lessons uh, in the Happiness is Free book. Uh, it was quoted uh, sixty five times in her new book. Mm. Uh, I figured, why make people have to buy five books? It's 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 simpler if there was just one, and it's much cheaper too for people. <laughs> <laughs> and I also. Uh, what the book is, is, is it has sessions with Lester, which is quotes and all just questions and answers and talks by him. And then at the end of each chapter is me giving releasing exercises that you can use to mm -hmm. actualize the things he's talking about. Yeah. And, and that right. most of that is brand new. I would say 95% I rewrote and expanded upon. There's much more in that than in the first book. Uh, or the first five books, now it's one book. And, and Rhonda even wrote the forward to the book because she oh, loves nice. it so much. Uh, and so uh, we released that in October and it's available wherever books are sold. That's great. And then- that sounds great. The Greatest Secret, you're also in Rhonda's book. Yes, I'm in The Greatest Secret, Lester's in The Greatest Secret, The Sedona Method's in The Greatest Secret. And 
Rhonda, after she uh, did the movie and the book, The Secret, uh, kept seeking. She realized she was really happy and, uh, or, at, or very positive, but there was still something missing. And she started a 14 year search that led her to various teachers and teachings. She had already was familiar with the Sedona method in Lester, but she went beyond that and really dove into a lot of that. And it really helped her start to awaken to the truth of who she was. Mm. And then she realized that was her masterwork book that she needed to write. And the book is Rhonda's perspective on this, which is beautiful. Mm. And quotes from many other teachers in this direction. I'm in the book, Lester's in the book, um, Eckhart Tolle's in the book. uh, uh, Let's see who else. Uh, uh, Rupert Spira, uh, um, Ramana Maharshi, Nizagardata Maharaj, many, many spiritual teachers who are very highly respected, both ones that have passed and ones that are still in body. And they're all wonderful. I'm actually going to be launching a podcast soon. Mm, I, um, so exciting. I don't know when, it probably sometime in January. So pay look for that. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm interviewing Rhonda and all the other, uh, or most of the other teachers, both the ones from The Secret and in The Greatest Secret. And we're talking about uh, both the pa- their teachings because they're unique and wonderful in and of themselves and how it all relates together and also how the secret and the greatest secret support each other. So that's gonna uh, that's coming up. I'll be starting that podcast. I've already done many interviews, but- oh, great. Uh, and doing more for the next few weeks. And then uh, when we're ready, we're gonna start producing them and releasing them. That's oh, that great. sounds really good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Great. And where, what, um, tell everybody like where they can find you. What else do you, I know you often do series. Um, I don't know what you call them. Classes. Yeah. Releasing or, series. Yeah. Releasing yeah. series. Yeah. So, uh, I think they gave you a link, didn't they? Yes. Uh, what's I the, I, what's the, the link? Well, the link is just to, I think the page the maybe just the Sedona method page to give. No, no, I know, examples. but I think, uh, the, oh, anyway, I think it's, uh, it's the name of the show. So it's oh. Sedona.com forward slash. Um, I'm um, not sure. Monday Let me see if anyway. I can find it. Anyway, when, while you're yeah. looking, uh, mm-hmm. th- th- there are three places, great resources. One is just Sedona.com. Mm-hmm. It's like the town S-E-D-O-N-A.com. Mm-hmm. That has lots of free resources in it. Let you know about our the the upcoming podcasts, our our seminars, our books, our tapes, and all our free resources, which are very numerous. And we also do free calls every month. You mentioned that in the beginning of our talk. Yes. And then those are uh, great. Then another great resource is we have the Sedona Method channel on YouTube, which has hmm. over. Uh, 200 free videos. Many of them are, oh, are wow. releasing videos. And our movie, Letting Go, is available free on on the YouTube. So and- we have a special... Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I did find the link. It's a special link, sedona.com slash magic monday. 
Okay, good. That's what okay, the one I want. Sorry to interrupt. Go on. Yeah, okay. So Sedona.com <laughs> forward slash Magic Monday. Yes. Okay, we'll put that in the show notes so people yes, can sure find it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and then the other thing, uh, uh, other resource is on Facebook, we have a page called The Sedona Method. Uh, and there are quotes uh, from me and Wester there every day. And I do videos and all sorts of other helpful posts there as well. So those are the three ways that the the wink, the uh, the Sedona Method YouTube channel, and the Sedona Method uh, Facebook page. Yeah, and I highly recommend people doing those, uh, signing up for those monthly calls because yeah, they're, they're wonderful. Yeah, they're re- they're two um, two every month on the yes. same day, and they're yes. they're so helpful to hear other people, you leading other people through releases, and you get, I get so much benefit just from listening to you help other people release. Yeah, and that's a free resource, and you can find yep. out about how to sign up for that also on Sedona.com yep. or follow that link. Yeah, that's below. Well, notes. thank you so much, Hale. We've loved having you. We really appreciate you being here. It was oh, so beautiful. My pleasure. Thank yeah. you so much. I hope everyone had the same experience I had of being just like listening to the silence between your words, the energy behind your words, just very relaxing and opening and connect. I feel so connected. Okay. So thank well, you. It's totally my pleasure. And everyone, if you noticed anything like that, know that that's who you are. Mm-hmm. You're just becoming more, it has nothing to do with me. It's just you becoming more aware of your true nature. Yeah. it's. I told the story a long time ago on the podcast, but one time I um, I spoke to you during one of those calls, those three monthly calls. And I remember you asking, I was asking about a situation where I didn't realize that um, I had been holding on to approval. I was like, I've released on everything and I don't know what, and you said, oh, approval. And I was like, oh, and then (laughs) I realized I hadn't. And we both started laughing and it really felt like, (laughs) like I had just entered this space of nothingness where we were just laughing (laughs) 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 and the laughter felt like it could go on for, like I had to stop myself because I felt like I could have laughed for like 10 minutes straight. I I was trying to be aware of your time. So I was like, oh, no, that's fine. I always, (laughs) I always encourage once, it's, if it's genuine laughter, keep it going because it feels yeah. wonderful. And uh, often it's, it's, it's bringing just a lot of relief with it. And so if you find yourself starting to laugh in your life, let it go, let it keep yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah. And let me just leave everyone with a, a few things to think about. Just yeah. remember that feelings are just feelings. Yeah. They're not you and you can let them go. And remember, too, that what you truly are at your core is already whole, complete, and enough as it is. And that awareness or beingness that you are is always shining in plain view, even when we miss it. And it's what's shining through when we feel happy, when we feel content, when we feel love, when we feel Uh, relaxed in our own skin. It's only because in that moment, we're more in touch with that which we truly are. So explore that for yourself. You'll be happy you did. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much again. 
are back. So just a little peek behind the scenes. We're back, but we we, we in this real time have not interviewed. <laughs> so yeah. if you're wondering so- why we're not commenting on something, if like something exploded during the interview or <laughs> or Hale got furious with us and stormed out. <laughs> um, I'm not we're not commenting because we don't we don't know yet. That we that don't know happened. about that yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, or maybe one of us became enlightened and lifted up and flew out of our roofs. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, we don't know yet. <laughs> you know, but we don't know. Um, but now it's time for the energy report. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> it was sort of like a a deep, sort of pensive mood today. Uh, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Should I have stuck with the old one? You know what? I, I no, I shouldn't have. I'm going with it. All right, so the energy report, in case you're wondering, is the energy trend that I'm seeing for the week ahead based on the clients I've seen, based on my own feelings, and the astrology. I will say, um, just talking about the astrology, it is a new moon coming up, and there is actually, there's a lot of Capricorn energy, and that that new moon, I'm not an astrologer, but I just feel... I would feel remiss not to mention it is right at that same point of 23 degrees where that Saturn and Aquarius, sorry, Saturn and um, Jupiter were for so long last year. Mm. So it's like another kind of starting point and like, okay, what did we learn there and what do we want to build from there kind of energy there. Um, And there does seem to be, astrologically speaking, a lot of like, in the initial few days of this week, like, okay, what do I want to do? Let's get this going. Get this party started, right? Do you know that song? Um, yeah, I think. I don't know. Which which part, get this party started song it's like, was it? like, get this party started. And then someone was like, right? I don't know. All right. I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe, I, see, I feel Brett like maybe. <laughs> Although we may have to pay for it if he found it. Anyway, the point is what I'm really feeling is how I, when I feel into it, I feel like first we all need to really get grounded, like kind of completing and moving through the energy of last week first, like maybe not first, it could possibly be simultaneously, but definitely that grounding needs to happen like just feeling into the earth, being aware of your body, reconnecting to the body. Um, you know, I always love just putting my hand on my heart and tuning into the body, feeling where I feel tense and breathing into it. Um, even if you can, if this is possible, walking barefoot outside here, it's currently snowing and it's pretty cold. But, um, but if not in your house, just walking barefoot and being aware of your feet and like your body. Um, To me, that's a soup. As someone who has a hard time, I'm a grounded person, but I have a hard time grounding into my body and that feet exercise every time I'm like, whoa, this is what people feel like when they feel grounded. Especially outdoors. It's amazingly powerful. Yeah. Um, Just like walking slowly. I've mentioned this before, but going really slowly 
to feel like your your heel of your foot, then your ball of your foot, then your toes going, doing that, and also just feeling the energy like moving through your grounding cord. So if you don't know, your grounding cord is a cord that goes from your first chakra, which is at the base of your spine, to the center of the earth. And it really, it brings your spirit into your body. So if you can even just feel it or picture it, just the energy moving out and going deep into the earth um, to getting this kind of, I just keep getting earth, 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 yeah. <laughs> connecting yeah. to the earth. Totally. And then you can also be bringing in light. I do feel an opening like, okay, wait a minute, things are percolating. Things are starting to percolate. Like maybe yeah. new, like... um a new awareness of your purpose or like a new, yes. I'm glad we we are starting our manifestation course this week, which is, and it's a great week for that to like start both the daily work kind of practice and also just opening to like, okay, what, what am I bringing in here? What do I want to, yeah. how do I want to feel? What do I want to, what's my essence saying here? So I'm getting both of those, like a percolating. And if you feel more than a percolating, go for it. Like, you know, take action on that. Breathe in more light. That will help to kind of feed the flames. Um, but yeah, I think that's basically it. Feeling that grounding and allowing for things to move. Yeah. Yeah, so it's Monday, Tuesday is the dark moon. It's like the end of the moon cycle, which is such a great time to go within, to find stillness, mm. to rest. And then the new moon is late Monday night or early Tuesday morning, depending on where you are in the world. Oh, no, okay. that's not right. Late Tuesday was, yeah, night that's right. or early Wednesday morning. Okay. Yeah. And then still the rest of the week just go with it it kind of does feel like as the week goes on there is more momentum maybe but just continuing it does feel important to keep coming back to the body keep coming back to the earth yeah yeah that does really tie into practical magic oh, i love that when and that now happens. is it now time for practice it magic? sure is okay so now it's time for practical magic okay so um yeah so this week I was tuning into alignment being a theme for our act, our magical activities and also groundedness. The first magical activity that I recommend, it feels like a great time for a crystal grid. Mm. So have you done crystal grids before, made crystal grids? I, yes, I have. Oh, yeah, you've taken a class in it. I've taken right? multiple classes, but um, <laughs> you know me with classes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have one. Because one isn't enough with no. the crystal grids. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> no, certainly not. Especially if you don't really do the first one and then you're in, you know. Uh, yeah, but go on. So um, crystal grids, You this can be very simple. You really can just do this. You don't, it's not, there's not a lot of, um, just like details or, or complicated stuff you need to understand in order to do a crystal grid. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do that, you want to start with, and, and so a crystal grid, in case you don't know, this is uh, like a mandala that you create with crystals. It's like a, a horizontal artwork that's uh, I was created just, with crystals. I was just going to say real quick, I actually just did one today for our class, oh. for our class to like amplify the clarity for them and bring in abundance and 
I cool. put different crystals for different, like, you know, for like, I did a Apophyllite so that to get all of our highest information, stuff Ooh, like that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's a good example. It's like you start with an intention. It could be for something like how Natasha did it for our manifestation class, or it could be for a general intention like uh, prosperity or romance or success or confidence or divine alignment, which that is what feels so powerful to me right now for my intention is divine alignment. Well, yeah, that's that does go along with what the astrology is saying, too, where it's like starting to feel more and more in touch with, well, why am I here? Like feeling more in touch with your purpose. It feels like to me right now, it's like, why would I ever have any other intention than divine alignment? It just feels like that everything comes from that. And and also that's that feeling of like, oh, I'm alive here on earth and it's beautiful and it's mysterious and I'm one with all that is like, that's what I'm just really craving the most right now. Intentionally. So whatever your intention is, whatever feels right to you, set that intention. You may want to phrase it in the present tense in as if it's already true. I mean, it could be I'm going to just like create this crystal grid for prosperity or divine alignment, but maybe it feels good to you to phrase it like in an affirmation. And then choose a focal point for your... Um, crystal grid so that would be one crystal this is the way I do it I'm sure there are different ways to do it but choose one crystal like a sort of a substantial one to be the center point Mm -hmm. for your grid and I do like to have crystal grid cloths personally Mm -hmm. which are cloths that have a sacred geometrical pattern on them I like to use I have a um metatron's cube one and i have a flower of life one and i have a seed of life one you can find them on etsy or you could even just draw that on a piece of paper you don't need to you can just like arrange the crystals in a circle if you want to but so if it were me i would spread out my crystal grid cloth and then set that focal crystal in the center i should say when before you do this get your crystals all ready like what crystals are you going to use you're going to have a focal in the center and then you're going to have crystals that surround it moving outward and the idea is those crystals that surround it are kind of like bringing that intention outward it's like they're radiating it out into the world the focal anchors it and then the ones surrounding it bring it out into the world it's also a way of kind of thinking of interlacing your intention with the physical world like bringing it into the earth plane but so once you have this plan of like i'm going to start with maybe garnet in the middle and then put Mm, apophyllites around it and then put some little quartz points around that like whatever your plan is for how you want to radiate it outward Um, And you can follow your intuition on that completely. You don't even have to consult a crystal book. You can just follow your intuition as you gather those crystals. There's not a right or wrong. Or you can too. Like if you want to consult your crystal books and do a Google search and find the crystals that kind of are within your intuition but also feel right to you as far as what you learn, you can do it that way too. Um, But so gather your crystals, cleanse your crystals. You can do that by running them under cold water or taking them to a moving body of water and bathing them in it. Or you could just set them in sunlight or you could sage them. 
I like to take them to a stream if it's not frozen, the stream by my house and put bathe the crystals in it and then set them in sunlight to empower them. But you can do any of those ways of cleansing them in any order that feels right to you. You could do one, you could do several. And then and then you're going to empower them before you set them in your crystal grid. So you hold the central mm. crystal and empower it with your intention and feel as if your intention is already true and feel gratitude for that intention already being present and set it in the center and then arrange the other crystals around it. First, the ones that are closer and then the ones on the outer feeling like you're weaving that intention into the energy of the earth and setting it outward. And then you leave that in your house and you can kind of like fine tune it. Just kind of sit there and work with it until it feels right to you. And then leave it there in your house um, for you could do like a moon cycle. Hmm. And then when you're done, don't you take them? I know you told me one time to take the crystals off counterclockwise or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just to unwind that energy. And then you can store them for later, use them later, or you could release them, whatever feels right to you. Um, Yeah, so crystal grid, that's one. And then the other thing that I'm tuning into as far as practical magic is chakra clearing this week. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I'm real. I was feeling that too, like a clearing out um, so that you can feel more grounded and also open to this new energy coming in that you're feeling within. Yeah, and that's that divine alignment too, like how Natasha was talking about anchoring into the earth and connecting with the cosmos, imagining that pillar of light that you are within that anchors you deep into the center of the earth and connects you to the light of infinity, which I imagine is diamond white light. And then do you could do a guided chakra meditation i have one on my website you could go to my website and search chakra clearing but there are many i have and one then, too oh yes and natasha has one that you can when yeah. you sign up for your newsletter yeah, you get it right. mm-hmm. so at highest light healing you can get that mm-hmm. and tune in to every chakra during the meditation you don't need a guided one either you could just no. breathe and feel each chakra but if you're not real familiar with the chakra system yeah. you probably want to do a guided visualization you can also um, just like imagine putting i like to think of gold light and just a little bit of gold light into each one to clean it out and just kind of feel it or see it cleaning out yeah totally that's what i imagine light coming up from the earth and entering the center of each mm-hmm. chakra and then the chakra moving more quickly and like um shaking off any debris and becoming brighter mm-hmm so that I feel like that's aligning. That's another way of aligning our energy, getting into anchoring into the earth, connecting with the cosmos, balancing, just creating. I feel like both of those this week are going to help us create structure, which is also a Capricorn thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that that spiritual structure. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds great. So well, good. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> um, shall we? Before we pick our cards, tell people where they can find us yes, outside of that. this podcast. No yes. addresses on in real life. No, yeah, just, just on the internet. Virtually. Or you can yes. find us on the internet. <laughs> so you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. You can schedule a reading with me. In case you are new here, I do a combination of a reading healing. <clears throat> which you can look about look at on my website i also have classes 
could sign up for my newsletter. You can find me on Highest Light Healing on it's on Instagram and Facebook. That's what? Facebook. Oh. Saying mm-hmm. <laughs> like I missed something there. I don't know um, how long I'll be there. I don't know. I'm feeling whatever. You're not feeling great about Facebook. I mean, yeah, you left it aside from your biz. Yeah, I don't use it mm-hmm. recreationally. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm feeling. And I really. don't miss it. Mm, not one moment. Not one bit. Nope. So where can we find you? You can find me at um, on Instagram at Tess4444, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, and on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst, and on my website at TessWhitehurst.com, which is where you can find a lot of spells and rituals and guided meditations. So now we're at the point where we're going to pick a card. I can't decide between the animal spirit oracle or the crystal spirit oracle. Do you have Hmm. a choice? Crystal. Okay. That was clear. Yeah. She nodded at me definitively. (laughs) (laughs) There was no question about that. (laughs) And what are you picking from? From my very own Magic of Flowers oracle. And I already drew the card, and it's actually the same one I drew the podcast before last when we interviewed Christopher Penzak, and it's Water Lily, which is transmute. So it's this really Mm. pretty picture of a water lily that has its roots deep in the muck, like at the bottom of a pond, and then the water lily itself is this beautiful white light just radiating. And the message is for us to um to transform challenges into blessings to find Mm. to find the beauty um to find the lesson to uncover what it is that our soul is wanting to learn by going through the challenges that we're going through and to not fight the polarity either to not fight against what we don't want instead of being like oh i don't want that and then shrinking away from it like breathing into it Letting it be there if it's pain, letting the pain be there. If it's frustration, letting the frustration be there. Giving ourselves compassion and letting it move so that we can shift into a more positive vibration. Yeah. I love that card. And you can get that deck at TessWhitehurst.com or Amazon. You can. Um, So I picked Moonstone, which is the stone of intuition. Mm. I love Moonstone. Um, And it says, your message from Moonstone Spirit is to tune in and listen to your intuition. It will speak to you through your inner voice and inner vision and inner sensation that feels real because, well, it is. It has many ways of communicating to you. Now is the time to pull back the veil between the visible and invisible worlds. Trust that the hidden reality matters and know that your intuition comes from the conscious universe, which possesses wisdom, knowledge, and understanding far beyond your own. And even though we haven't actually heard our own interview yet or participated in it I will say that the Sedona method when you when I do it it's a really amazing way to get in touch with your intuition because you're releasing the the mind and you're just connecting to your own truth and it's a great way to transmute also because you are like allowing it to be there and letting it be there and then letting it go that's right 
All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We love you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Get this party started, right? Do you know that song?